Thank you guys for listening to The Wrong Opinion, Useless NBA Trivia and Garbage Rankings. If this is your first time listening, check out the trailer. I want these to be quick. I want these to pop, so I'm not going to spend time explaining it. We're going to jump in with the Timberwolves. I've got them as the 30th best franchise of all time. There's 30 teams. It's not very impressive. They have the most no-names of any team that I have uh, among their top 15 players. They didn't make the playoffs until 1997. That was their eighth year in the league. I guess that's not terrible. Uh, And then they made the the playoffs every single year until 2004 with KG. He came in in 95. They didn't win a single playoff round until 2004 in a really, really weak league. Like We talk about how intense the 90s were. The late 90s, not so much. Late 90s weren't very good. Uh, 2004, they went to the conference finals. 58-win team, that's not bad. KG uh, KG won MVP that year, of course. And then they lost. They missed the playoffs the next three years. KG left. And they never won more than 26 games until 2013. Kevin Love was there for a couple years. He left in 2014. Traded for Andrew Wiggins, of course, the number one pick to the Cavaliers. He won a title there. When, uh, when Kevin Love left... They won 16 games, and that was Wiggins' first year. Next year was Carl Anthony Towns' first year. They didn't click very well. They didn't make the playoffs until 2018, and that's because Jimmy Buckets, Jimmy Butler, came to town. He got third-team All-NBA, but the team was so dysfunctional, he left 10 games into the next season. I think he played 65 games with the team in total. Kind of pathetic. Uh, he actually didn't have great playoffs, but, you know, whatever. Uh, And then they didn't make the playoffs again until 2022 with Anthony Edwards. Because Cat is not the guy. I'll get to that in a second here. But Anthony Edwards led them to uh, 46 wins. Cat actually got 13 All-NBA. And then this year they make this insane trade for Rudy Gobert. I was actually a fan of it just because the potential was so high. But it has not worked out. Rudy Gobert washed. So they've only had five players in their entire franchise history make the All-NBA team. That's insane. That's 34, 35 years, upward of 30 years, five players made All-NBA. Sam Cassell made it once in a really weak 2004. That's one of my favorite seasons, honestly. That was my favorite player, Dwayne Wade. That was his first year. I love that 04 Pistons team, but that was a weak league. Peja Stojakovic, fourth in MVP voting, weak league. Uh, Kevin Garnett, obviously a lot of All-NBAs. Carl Anthony Towns, a couple All-NBAs. Kevin Love made two second-team All-NBAs. Then Jimmy Buckets, third team in 2018. So our our, our three All-NBA teams, first team, second team, third team. Again, listen to the trailer, but we're only going based on positions. We are not sticking point guards, shooting guards to make it fit. Going strictly by positions. First team All-NBA point guard, Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell, actually only there for two years. That 04 season was his first year with the team. But he's got to be the best point guard, right? He led them in their best season, 50, what I say, 58 wins, 56 wins. Uh, third team All-NBA, put up almost 20 points, 7 assists. He's the best point guard in Timberwolves history. Second team, Anthony Edwards, also not there very long. That's something I'm going to say a lot in this one. This is his third season. He was the uh, number one draft pick in 2020 he's put up 25 a game this year 19 games first year 20 games second year and more importantly he was the dog on that first team he averaged on that first uh, playoffs team he averaged 25 points per game in the playoffs it was only six games so whatever 
But we move on. First team, small forward. You can't really give it up to anybody besides Wally Zerbiak. Uh, I mean, he was there one, two, three, six and a half years as a small forward. He was an all-star in 02. Not a lot of all-stars uh, among Timberwolves players. He peaked at about 19 a game, five rebounds. Very nice player. Put up buckets, 50% shooter. Didn't really do much in the playoffs. 0-2, 20 points a game in three games. And he was kind of washed by the 0-4 team. He only played 28 games in that 0-4 team and then was benched during the playoffs. Played 12 games, started zero. Starting power forward. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, Kevin Garnett, the leader in every major statistical category for the Timberwolves. He was there 12 years, brought them eight of their 10 playoff berths. That's insane. And their only playoff series win. Uh, he's one of the top five power forwards of all time, and he peaked, obviously, with the Timberwolves. He was never really, like, the main guy, so you can kind of blame him for his team's not going too far in the playoffs because he needed an alpha dog offensively. He was the alpha in the locker room, off alpha defensively, but he needed a guy like Paul Pierce to kind of take over. So it all worked out for him. Uh, starting center... The self-described greatest shooting big man of all time, Carl Anthony Towns. Not crazy to say he's the best shooting center of all time. I wouldn't say big man. You got to put, I mean, obviously Dirk is still above him. In terms of production, he's made more three-pointers than any center ever. He's also taken more than any ever. He's shooting 39% from three, though. A couple All-NBAs, usually around 25 points a game. Um, the same thing with Andrew Wiggins, we'll talk about it later. In that 18 season when Jimmy Butler was there, his stats dipped and they did better. Stats don't tell the whole story. So our first team is Sam Cassell, Anthony Edwards, Wally Zerbiak, Kevin Garnett, and Carl Anthony Towns. Getting to the second team. Point guard, we've got Ricky Rubio, drafted pretty high in 09. Looked like he'd be the guy. He was there seven years after two years of playing in Spain still. Uh, obviously, a lot of assists, a lot of steals, really bad shooting percentage, under 40 for his career. In that 2012 season with uh, Kevin Love, Kevin Love was second-team All-NBA, they were looking like a playoff team, and then he, he got hurt halfway through the season, and they just collapsed. So, big part of their franchise. Second-team shooting guard, Tony Campbell. Uh, he was there for three years, from 90 to 92. If you'll remember, they missed the playoffs all three of those years. He put up buckets, though, 23 a game in 1990, not as easy as it is now. Uh, 20 game in, in 1991, kind of dropped off there. Third on the team in career points per game behind Cat and Anthony Edwards, Tony Campbell. Uh, second team, small forward, Andrew Wiggins. Another guy puts up buckets, does not get you wins. One of the worst defensive players by every metric during his tenure with the uh, with the Timberwolves. Uh, he ended up getting traded for D'Lo to the Warriors last year, inexplicably an all-star starter. Great season, not an all-star starter. Played really, really well in the playoffs, but we're not talking about the Warriors. In 2017, he put up almost 24 a game. That was 16th in the league, not bad. Uh, decent numbers there, but really nothing other than scoring when he was with the Timberwolves. And after that, uh, Jimmy Butler year in 2018, when uh, Butler took over and then left because they were all a bunch of losers, he put up 20 points a game one time in 2020, split between Minnesota and the Warriors. Second team, power forward, Kevin Love. Two-time second team All-NBA player. 
Uh, he was, you know, the franchise player for several years there. Uh, 2011, he was the most improved player, putting up 15 rebounds a game, jumped up to 26 points per game. 2012, 2013, he was hurt. 2014, incredible season, 26 points per game, almost 13 rebounds, three offensive rebounds a game, shooting 45, 38, and 82. Good splits for a big man. He also doubled as an awesome passer and one of the like all-time outlet passer guys. Grab a rebound, chuck it across the court, touchdown. Wes Unseld style. Then he went to Cleveland and became a spot-up shooter with LeBron. Devastating. He was an awesome player. Potential never really fulfilled with his time in Cleveland. And second team center, we got Big Al Jefferson. He was the most important piece of that 2007 KG trade. He put up decent numbers with Boston, pretty good 07 with Boston, but then he was the, he was the main part. He was the one that made it okay. Uh, he spent three years in Minnesota, 21 points, 23 points, and then 17 in 2010. Uh, injury in 09 kind of hampered his career for a little bit there. Never really looked the same until 2014 with uh, with the Bobcats. But dude was walking 20. One of those guys who it's like, that's probably his wor the worst version of his career, right? In 2008 with the Wolves, he was 25th in all NBA voting shares. In 09, he was 24th. So that's our second team, all Timberwolves. Ricky Rubio, Tony Campbell, Andrew Wiggins, Kevin Love, and Al Jefferson. On to the third team. Guys, it gets really, really ugly here. Third team point guard, we got Starbury, Stefan Marbury. Now, if you're talking about careers, he might rank a little bit higher. He had an awesome career, just really, really fun, and then killed it in China. But he only played two and a half seasons with the Timberwolves. He was drafted the year after Kevin Garnett. They were meant to be, you know, Malone and Stockton. Uh, but he was the point guard, starting point guard on their first playoff team, putting up 16 and 8 on a playoff team. Jumped up to 21 points per game in the playoffs. Only three games, so who really cares? But he wanted out, making more money. He was traded in a huge trade that brought uh, Terrell Brandon to the Timberwolves. This is one of those trades where like nobody actually got the better deal. Like Starbury wanted out, so just him being there ended up being cancerous because he wanted more money. This KG was making that huge deal. But, like Sam Cassell went to the Bucks from the Nets. That was kind of pre-Cassell. Yeah, just a lot of no names in here. Terrell Brandon ended up going to the Timberwolves. He was there for a few years to end off his career. Never really did anything that all that special. Uh, third team shooting guard, J.R. Ryder, aka Isaiah Ryder. Uh, he was there three years, 94 to 96. 20 points a game in 95, not bad. Not bad for that era, especially. And decent numbers. Made 35% of his threes, shooting 5.3 a game in 95. That's a high clip. Let's see where that ranks, actually. He was 20th in three pointers. Not bad. Not bad. He won the dunk, the dunk contest in 94 as a rookie. You think that's kind of crazy? Really, it's not. Spud Webb was the first rookie to win the uh, the slam dunk contest, followed by D. Brown, Harold Miner, J.R. Ryder, Brent Berry, Kobe, Desmond Mason, Jay Rich, Josh Smith, Nate Robinson, three-time winner, Terrence Ross, Zach Levine, Don Mitchell, and Hamido Diallo. So J.R. Ryder was the fourth of those. Still won a dunk contest, big time head case. Dude spit on a fan in Detroit. Crazy, but he could put up buckets. 
third, Jimmy Butler. He came to a dysfunctional franchise, brought them to the playoffs. Didn't do much in the playoffs, but there was potential there. He had two young teammates who were really, really skilled, and he put it up buckets. Jimmy Butler is one of the best defensive players at his position of the era. I don't want to say of all time, but of the era. He made 13 All-NBA that year. There was this crazy story that pitted Jimmy Butler as the bad guy, where he took a bunch of scrubs, a bunch of uh, bench players, and went... Uh, uh, did a pickup game against the starters and he won and he was like dude you guys gotta practice harder this is embarrassing and then he's the bad guy and of course he left he went to the sixers not much less dysfunctional left going with the heat congrats jimmy buckets power forward of the third team 13 power forward tom gugliata came to minnesota in 95 he was actually on three teams in 95 one of those rare guys uh, all-star team 97 their first playoff run 39 minutes a game almost in 81 games the best ability is availability 21 points a game nine rebounds decent uh, kind of bad uh, percentages though 44 percent from the field as a power forward in the late 90s it's kind of ugly he uh, barely missed all nba voting he was 17th in all nba voting shares he actually was one point short of vin baker from getting the third team all nba spot it's kind of wild uh, he left in 99 to Phoenix. Didn't really do much after that. Kind of disappointing career after that. But a couple good years with Minnesota. Good enough to be the third best power forward in their franchise's history. And lastly, the center, the big man, Nikole Pekovic. Uh, big dude from Montenegro. 2011, 2010 when he came into the league, they called him the strongest player in the league. In a league that also had LeBron and Dwight Howard. Uh, tough dude, though. He put up, you know, decent numbers offensively. 16 points, 17 points, decent amount of rebounds. But he was a bruiser, man. Shot, you know, 52% from the field in his career. Really short career, though. Done in 2016. Played 12 games after playing 31 and 15. Uh, just did not play a full season, really, ever. And only played six total years. Well, that's good enough for third-team center for the lowly Timberwolves. He also has some connection to... Uh, Montenegrin drug criminals. There's a lot of really weird stuff there. Uh, we're going to ignore that, though. Third best center of their franchise's history. Uh, I like to talk about the hardest cuts. There weren't really any hard cuts for this one. Maybe Terrell Brandon. He had a couple decent years over Stefan Marbury. But I, I had to. I struggled to get to 15 serviceable players with the, uh, the Timberwolves. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this, though. If you guys hated my opinions, tweet me at JakeClark underscore three. Tell me my opinions were wrong. Hashtag wrong opinion. If you liked it, though, always appreciate the listeners. We'll be back this Friday talking about the 29th best team, a.k.a. the second worst team in NBA history. The only hint I'll give, Omeka Okafor is there for a couple years. See you on Friday.